Superb. Superb. Yeah. So, uh, Skype, when I just called you, mm. a little, like, pop-up thing was like, hey, have you heard of Skype Quick, I guess? Well, unless it's Kick, but it's spelled with a Q. So, Skype, Skype Quick, Q- but Q-I-K? Yeah. It, it was a pop-up, but I didn't click on it. So, it, no, I, I mean, I've heard of it now. Your ad worked, but I don't know what the fuck it was. Mm. I've um I've seen that before. I thought it was like some um like old school application that I don't know was like <laughs> part of the the Kick Network kind of thing, but no yeah, one yeah. but no That's one really was... gave a fuck about it. Right. It sounds like it, but I, when you said old school, I was picturing like a DOS server. <laughs> <laughs> you can type in like whatever forward slash yeah. C colon yeah colon <laughs> slash www dot quick <laughs> quick kick you have to slash have slash Skype dial up internet for that application mm. you're not allowed to have uh, cable internet yeah that's only available through satellite. <laughs> So, how's your evening? Yeah, it's pretty good, mate. Pretty good. Um, I what time is it now? It's uh, it's about it's quarter past eleven mm-hmm. in the PM on a Saturday, and um, so I spent most of this evening um, setting fire to stuff outside, <laughs> which was kind of cool. Classic Nige. Yeah. So, like, it's, you know, it's, it's drawing to a close in the, uh, in the winter season. Mm. So, I've got all this, like, um, just fucking wood and shit lying around this property <laughs> that needs to be... It's, it's like, there's nowhere for it to go apart from just setting it on fire. I am so into setting stuff on fire, so I fully mm, support yeah. this. I love, I love a good fire. So I've been out um, for most of tonight, just sitting out like in the middle of a paddock, mm. <laughs> like in the middle of nowhere, just um, just surrounded by fire, like some sort of caveman, <laughs> which has been cool. Is your face painted? <laughs> yeah, I've got um, like well, I didn't have any paint, so I just had to grab like ash out of the out of the ground <laughs> and just. <laughs> and just just rub it all over my face, yeah. And, um, and I felt very um, like like a real Earth child. Yeah, yeah. I immediately. I don't know if you ever. I think it was Rusted Root. I immediately heard the song "Back to the Earth" in my head, which was a super hippie song when I was a kid. I think it was by Rusted Root. Mm. But that's what I heard when you just said that you rubbed ash all over your face. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I um... I want a fire. I have um like a barrel thing. I could have a fire this evening, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Are you allowed Sounds to? Like um, I, I'm interested. Like, are you allowed? Like, it's because it's summertime over there still. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking hot. 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 <laughs> I I can actually um now that you you mentioned it, like I can just slightly hear the fan in the background. Oh shit. But it's it's cool, like it, it, <laughs> it is totally cool. Yeah, man. I know. <laughs> it's fucking cool. 
Uh, I can turn it off. <laughs> nah. I mean, it's not like this is a video call. It doesn't matter if I'm sitting here sweating my face off. Nah, like, it's, it's better that, like, whoever actually listens to this imagines you just, like, waving back and forth. <laughs> like, like pretty much there. Like, this this entire <laughs> this entire show is basically a white snake video <laughs> oh my god uh uh yes i think you were gonna ask if we could have fires and i found out we can after i had a fire <laughs> i didn't even <laughs> i didn't even think about it uh and was like fuck yeah let's have a fire and people no one seemed to mention, although everybody was drunk, but no yeah. one seemed to be like, hey, we're in the middle of a city. Maybe you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we had a fire. And then the next morning, my neighbors were like, oh, did you get your permit? Like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> so uh, apparently yeah. I was supposed to get a permit, but then it's totally okay. Then I can have as many fires as I want in my backyard. Nice. Yeah. Can and the you... permit's only like $10. And the only thing you have to do is say, yes, you have either a working hose or a bucket of water. So really, <laughs> so really, they just are all for you setting Detroit on fire is basically what the government is saying. Yes, pay us $10 and set the city on fire. Just, just, just ring like the, um, the, the local government and just go, look, I, I'm not, I've had enough. I'm setting my house on fire. I don't want a part of it anymore. I'm sick of it. Do yeah. you have a bucket? Yes, I do. Cool. Go nuts. Exactly. That's amazing. Um, yeah. You couldn't do that in California, though, could you? Oh, fuck no. You can't even, like, have fires when you're camping. Like, yeah. I mean, there's no, 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 no. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Like, it's, um, it's, it's very similar where I'm from. Um, this time of year, it's all right because mm. it's like it's real, you know, it's like kind of damp and all that sort of stuff. Like it's the middle of winter here, and um, so around these parts, like you can just you can set fire to anything, no one gives a fuck. Um, That's amazing. But pretty much, <laughs> like, this is the last month that you can do shit because for mm. some reason, like, we're very regimented in how our seasons work, and so, like. You can you can set fire to anything between the first of June and the thirtieth of August, or thirty first of August, however however August works, and so no one cares. But if you set fire to a single thing on the first of September, like you will go to prison. (laughs) 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 Because it's like that's the first day of spring here. So everyone just like loses their shit and just goes, you can't do that. Wow. And, um, but it's funny, like with the, um, with, with, with here at the moment, we've got like, um, cause throughout the year, you know, we, we, uh, we lose trees and that sort of stuff on our, um, on our property. And, um, so like, or we get, um, you know, during like a thunderstorm, you know, like a, a lightning strike will hit like a big tree and like a massive branch will fall down and all this sort of shit. So we end up with like all this fucking crap that needs to go and there's nowhere else for it to go apart from setting it on fire this is Bradbury and you're listening to Pump Up the Hounds when did the white people start fucking shit up 
<laughs> I mean, obviously from day one, that's when we started fucking shit up. But pretty much, like we just we just thought, you know what? <laughs> I'm done with <laughs> the Middle Ages. <laughs> Bored with this. <laughs> and you know like wearing armor and having fights all the time and all that sort of stuff like let's go let's go fuck some other shit up yep That's man we it... should teach a history class this is what this is really all about that, is that, no, i just found out we should be history teachers i think but I think as at a the duo. end of this like i'm i'm gonna like as, as soon as i send this off to itunes <laughs> I'll put like the history tag on there or something because like, you can. I'm sure you could. You got like tags where you can just go like, this is actually like educational. Yes, it is. It is. So we'll 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 make this educational. I think I think that's a good idea. I mean, like two people that really like. I mean, we 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 could talk like this all night, but at the end of the day, like, yes. what are we qualified to talk about? Absolutely, fuck all. I am not qualified to talk about this at all. No. Uh, Me either. But I can pretend that I am. Oh, fuck yeah. That's actually like the nursing motto. Fake yeah. it till you make it. Oh, shit is... yeah. Like, that's that's pretty much my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, yeah. yeah. Me too. Like, as, Me as too. long as I convince myself that whatever I do is legit, mm-hmm. then as far as I'm concerned, it is legit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true that's really really true mm. <laughs> oh shit fuck damn <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's just swear for five minutes well yeah. shit god damn motherfucker <laughs> i'm good at that yeah uh i swear a lot at work not obviously with patients. Mm. Uh, I don't swear at nor around my patients. <laughs> that would be but, awesome. <laughs> yeah, you got this fucking cancer cancer. is fucked. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't do that. But no. um, I was in a meeting. Mm. This was maybe three weeks ago, and um, so because I do clinical research, uh, that means we're always doing um, opening new studies. So the pharmaceutical companies will come and do what's called a site initiation visit, and it's where they go over everything with us, the drug, the side effects, pharmacy, everything. Yep. Um, so this woman who was presenting, like, the, it's always an interesting thing because these pharmaceutical people that come are from sometimes other countries, sometimes fucking... This chick was from New Jersey, and she was, like, quintessential, like, stereotypical, like, the most New Jersey lady you ever met in your fucking life her hair was ratted she had hoop earrings the whole bit and she was loud and like bitching about her mom and it was amazing so, <laughs> so that, i so don't know why what but it new brought, jersey's like yeah it brought it out of me and i just said fuck probably five times during the meeting and in my head like the third time it came out i was like you sure are saying fuck a lot like i remember <laughs> thinking about more it more like, than being, me yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I remember is weird. being aware. Uh, no, no, I was the one saying it. I was the one saying it, not her. I was saying fuck. Yep, 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 and yep. in in my head, I was like, oh my god, you're saying it maybe a little too much for a business meeting. Uh, but I still said it. And then there was another time where I said it, and I locked eyes with a colleague, and the look on her face was like, dude, you are saying fuck a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I 
maybe was a little nervous for like the next two weeks. Like I might get talked to about this, but I didn't. Yeah. I guess it's good to know we're all adults and I can say fuck in a business meeting if I want to. I think it's good to be able to like drop that kind of language mm. in um, in those sort of meetings because when you do like people actually look at you when you when you drop like an f bomb in the <laughs> middle of like a statement because they're just like, well, this motherfucker means business. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Cisco Kidder from Twitter. And this is Elliot. And you're listening to... Pump Up The Hand. Aw, yeah! Do you guys say coppers? Coppers, yeah. I always say coppers. Um, Okay, so that's just something you say. Australia doesn't say it like, the coppers are coming. Oh, no, we always say coppers. Oh, my God! All the time, like it's it, which which is interesting because of like um, just 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 to deviate from the conversation, like um, we 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 use the term coppers generally, like that's just the way we talk. Like we say, "Oh, the coppers are coming," you know, oh, you know, there's the coppers, you know, whatever. Like that's just that's just normal conversation, which is interesting because like if you think about it, that's real. Um, 1930s prohibition era, era yeah. like Chicago fucking talk like well to me like that's not scary if we were at a party and you were like the coppers are coming I would first laugh for like five minutes and then be like the coppers are coming the coppers are coming like it sounds like a cartoon cop is gonna show up and like yeah yeah not very intimidating however where, where are you guys halt where are you hiding the hooch <laughs> But yeah, I mean, if you say police or even just cops, I'm like, bah, bah, where? I get, I get scared. I will say cops, but yeah, I, I always just say the coppers. Yeah, everyone says the coppers. Yeah. Hmm. That's a um, another another little um, gem of, of 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 history that we're we're dropping here. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> This is like one of those. Um, I'll be watching. I'll be watching like PBS specials on, um, on on Netflix. So this is pretty much like this is one of it, them. Yeah, yeah. Be sure and hashtag this show uh, PBS. Uh, hashtag it um, History Channel. Yeah, History. I'm, I'm gonna. Um, I'm actually gonna send this to Ken Burns. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's a great idea. Yeah. like i guess a little bit about um because you've 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 moved around a fair bit um mm. <laughs> well i mean you've moved from one place to the others <laughs> but um you know like there's there's you've you've had a bit of um you know upheaval over the mm. last um over the last 12 months so what's it like now where you are like how are you are you feeling more settled yeah yeah i definitely feel more settled i do still sometimes refer to los angeles as home yeah like when i went back uh for a visit in july i was like oh i'm going home Hmm. um which is kind of bizarre if you think about that i i mean i really i grew up in michigan but i had yeah i'd been away from michigan almost as long as i had 
grew up in Michigan. So it's sort of half and half. But yeah, I mean, I really like my house. I feel settled. I like the area. Um, but there's this constant uh, possibility of going back to California. So that's sort of making it, I'm not getting very attached to things here, uh-huh. if that makes sense. So um, I'm sort of in a mental limbo, I guess, until I know really what's going on. Um, sure. But yeah, I mean, I have, you know, I have a, a roof over my head and a, <laughs> I don't know, a, a job and all those things that make you feel like you have a home. So mm. yeah, I feel settled. It's um, It's been a big, big move for you. Yeah. It was. Uh, I mean, not only in actual distance, but in, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, just with everything. Flopped around. Because, you know, just with, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, we don't, um, we don't, we don't talk on the phone very often, you know, we, 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 um, we, we only, we only talk by text and all that sort of stuff, so I only sort of, you know, get sort of, uh, snippets of, of of how things are going and all that sort of stuff, and it's just um, yeah, it's just been interesting to see like you know such a big transition because for me, I've I've never uh, had to go through anything like that, you know, mm. I've never never um, moved across country or anything. Yeah, you know, it's um, that's a very uh, foreign experience to me. So I, I I really find it interesting, you know how you how you've um, dealt with it and that sort of stuff. You know I what it is a pain in the ass more than anything because as an adult you're just like fuck I don't you know like I don't want to move moving sucks moving is shitty yeah it's I mean it's listed as the top three stressors that uh, an adult can have in their life. Oh shit but, yeah. Like fuck uh, moving, man. Like I mean, I the, like sorry to interrupt, but I mean, like yeah, at no. the end of the day, like I will, I will, I will. This chair that I'm sitting in now, talking to you, this is where I will die. <laughs> and and I'm and I'm more than happy for that to happen. Like I will write right. that into any will or anything like that. Yeah, and I'll yeah. say like, if you find me dead in 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 the chair on <laughs> during during a podcast with Jordan, just um. <laughs> If you can just let her know that I'm dead, <laughs> and she'll be fine. She won't care. She'll be like, oh, yeah, well, this was coming. <laughs> right. And hopefully it's between the months of June 1st and August 30th, and <laughs> yeah, they can we... just wheel you out and set you on fire. Well, the fire will be there anyway. So it'll be like, well, you know, we didn't even need to light it. We just basically just put him in like a cardboard box and just went, well, this is, this is what he would have wanted. And um, and then we they could have just played you know I mean Lana's not very good with technology and that sort of stuff but I'm sure she right. could organise you know just to at least chuck on some Bon Jovi or something like that just, right 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 just on a phone <laughs> just, <laughs> and she's wheeling me out into the fire and just go well um, oh, he went shit. out in a blaze of glory good, oh, good on no. good on him. What That's a guy! Amazing. So, um, as 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 you were saying, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, moving is shitty, and yeah. I, it, what what's crazy to me is that I did this as a kid. Well, I mean, 
I was 19, 20, yeah. but that's a kid, really. Uh, mm. And I knew nobody and knew nothing and just fucking went to L.A. Like, that's crazy to me. That, I can't why believe did, why did Why did you do that? Was it was it because you just needed to have the experience? or you? No, to... I was that. Ever since, uh, I want to say, maybe fifth, sixth grade, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a comedian. I, yeah. I've said that since I was the youngest kid ever. And yeah. um, out of high school I went straight into college here in Michigan and within like a I, three weeks I think I was like this is stupid I'm not gonna do well at this um, and also I was going for like English like journalism and and theater like there was no way I was gonna m- make any money with that degree anyway but mm. uh, I dropped out like with <laughs> so early that it's not even considered a dropout. It's almost as if you never showed up to school. <laughs> um, but it's amazing because it was like literally going away to college. Like it was like two hours away. I was living in a dorm room. My parents had to like build this bed for the dorm room. Like shit was like set up and I was there like three weeks. I'm like, mm, no, thanks though. Don't want to do this. <laughs> oh dear. So, yeah, I moved back in with my parents, and my dad said, you know, if you're living at home, you have to have a job. So I was like, mm-hmm. fuck you, and got three jobs. And then I just had a, an opportunity where I could get out and go to Arizona. Uh, so yeah. I went to Arizona, and within, like, eight months of being in Arizona, I took off to L.A., but on my own and and just had stars in my eyes. But immediately upon arriving there... It was just a whirlwind of mishaps, and it was ridiculous. It just was really, it was such a great experience, but it was so ridiculous looking back. But what I ended up doing is just getting jobs and being promoted into management roles, and then healthcare, and then I became a nurse. And then, you know, I just never really pursued what it was that I went there to do because I was always yeah. sidetracked with trying to pay a bill or keep my house or like I would do little side things and um, help people write stuff or like I always had friends in the industry so I was always sort of involved in it but I never went out and did it myself Yeah, um, which is sort of a bummer but then there was this period of time where I started doing Twitter and not in any way shape or form is that the same as actually going out and performing but at least it's writing and um still getting expression yeah it's getting jokes out there at least (laughs) 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 do you remember i remember before we did this before we're doing this we had said that we wanted to maybe do some shows or calls or whatever on Twitter relationships. Yeah. We and internet relationships and and the history of that and how that uh happens and how kind of intense it is and, and unorthodox sure. and weird. Um so this I like this. I like that we're talking about this. And I wanted to ask uh, because I also want to talk about my experience, but uh, uh-huh. do you have, were you active in social media making friends prior to Twitter, like in other formats, other forums? No. Um, it, 
before, um, I, I suppose I was just trying to think back. Like I, um, I started my Twitter account back in 2010, mm-hmm. and I rarely used it. And mm-hmm. um, I think probably I think I think I had it for I think it was probably maybe two years before I actually started using it as a proper means of a social network. Okay. Um, before that was just, was just Facebook. Okay. And so I I think I used, um, I was on Facebook pretty much from, from day one. Yeah. That was available. I I had a, a MySpace for about five minutes Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that Mm -hmm. was about it. Um, I never really used it, but, um, here it's, 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 it's interesting. Like there is, um, very little people around me that are that are actually using Twitter as a um, yeah. as a, like I've got heaps of people that I know have every, everyone has a Facebook right right you know? of course um, and so I see a lot of a lot of stuff on there but in in terms of Twitter like I I see nothing right know? and. Even though there are people I know that have a Twitter account that it just sits there dormant, right, and right. doesn't do anything. Yeah. Um. So it's it's one of the things where I it, every Australian that I've met through Twitter has been through networks via the US and the UK. Huh. that's funny. You know. Um, yeah. I haven't actually. Uh, apart from close friends, you know, like um, uh, 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 Craig that I do the uh, the radio show with, mm-hmm. uh, with the with the post party Spargo stuff, like we um, started Twitter around about the same time, and we pretty much followed each other, and that was it mm. Um, mm. for a long, long time until um, I discovered sort of following just people you know and then right. it just grew and just grew and grew which is i guess probably the same story for everybody i think yeah you know that's that's not anything unusual right you know yeah i uh well i had when i moved when i was in los angeles i had an office job and i was a manager and this was like i don't know 2001 i think mm-hmm. and uh I mean, when you have an office job and you're a manager and you have the internet, you're going to fucking look around. Uh. And I was, I mean, of course I had MySpace, but really all I did was like put my favorite song on it and of the day or whatever. And then like I would make really horrible jokey Photoshop things like, like my old, old header of like me and um, Matthew or Gunnar Nelson that's a really bad old Photoshop job from like 2001 for MySpace. I love so, that so much. <clears throat> by the way, thank you. Uh, actually, my uh, ex-boyfriend made it for me, but yeah, that's the kind of shit. Like it was all. I've always been posting jokey shit just in different forums. So MySpace, you know, I never. It was just people I knew and bands. Like that's all I followed. I, it was no strangers. But somehow, some way, I got a Friendster. Do you remember Friendster? I know of it. Okay. Well, Friendster but, yeah. was, like, one of the first things, and it was this weird, like, 
basically like a weird social network online where you would make friends with your friends, but then you'd make friends with their friends. And someone on there told me about this website called Tribe. Mind you, this was only while I was at work because I didn't even have the internet at home. But from like the hours of like eight to five, I was in front of a computer. So I would just sit online and talk to random people that I didn't know on this website called Tribe. It was tribe.net and it was based out of I think San Francisco and Mm. it was sort of like chat boards but it was like each like you would you could find any topic that you wanted and then there would be a tribe for it and it would be kind of like chat rooms but a little bit better and you could stream conversations and then post pictures and whatever and I have a friend still to this day well I have several friends still to this day from that yeah. So I've, I've been making friends online pretty much since I was, you know, 20, 21, hmm. who are long-lasting relationships. And it's weird because I'll dream about these people, and some of which <laughs> I've never met. And, and like, you guys current day, I dream about you guys as well, like, where we're just hanging out or whatever, you make cameos. But it's weird because I'll dream about someone that I interacted with online in the year 2000, but I don't talk to anymore. But they'll pop mm. up in my in my dreams just like, hey, what's up? So it's definitely something of our generation because my sisters who are like, I don't know, six, seven years older than me, they don't get it. They don't understand it. They would never go online and talk to someone they don't know. That is scary as fuck to them. Mm. Um, but it, it was like around our generation and below. Cause I mean, obviously the whole catfish thing is a big thing. That's all over, you know, yeah, TV and movies. So, uh, I feel very fortunate to be a part of that generation because to bring it all back full circle of, you know, the friends that I have made, um, through it, I mean, through, through social media online, but yeah, I went like MySpace. Friendster, Tribe, Facebook. Hmm. And then Facebook got weird because it was family. And I, you know, like I'm always have been posting jokes. So I'd be like, whatever, posting shit that I post on Twitter, but as my Facebook status. And my aunt would be like, love you, call me. You know, like it was very very bizarre. So... Um, I sort of shied away from that and then uh, in nursing school I started Twitter but like you never used it I Mm. had it and would randomly sometimes like tweet an Instagram photo you know like I never actually tweeted until I had had it for probably I don't know nine months or so and then I had graduated nursing school and was looking for a job, which meant I was unemployed and drinking a lot. So I just started tweeting like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. And that was when, like, you'd be in, like, 50 fucking kick rooms. And also, they were only, you only could have 10 people. Yeah. them so it was like a big deal when you were like oh i'm in a kick room with these fucking people well because no one else can get in that well invite me in well there's no room sorry it was fucking like the cool table at high school lunch cafeteria yeah. shit because that'd be uh, like, like maybe a year now but has been like yeah. maybe the last 12 months that you've been able to put 50 people into a kick room 
which is, is fucking stupid. It is so bad. I can't like, do those. It's ridiculous. I'll sometimes pop into them now that they're well, and then and then the hashtag because now they're public. Yeah. Like it used to be like you had to be invited into the room. Yeah. And now you can just fucking click on it or search. Well, that's what's even more weird is people will message me and I'm like, how the fuck did you find me? Who are you? Where did, you know, but that's kind of a dumb question because I am the same name on (laughs) Instagram. Yeah, right. Uh, But uh, sometimes they are just like, oh, I search nurse. Like, what? You search nurse? And they're like, yeah, and then your face came up, so I wanted to talk to you. I'm like, yeah, did you not see the murderer after? Why? Why me, man? You Uh, I I, I will kill you. (laughs) Uh, but there's, um, the hashtag rooms made it a, a different thing. And that blew my fucking mind because I genuinely thought kick was designed for Twitter. <laughs> I thought it was only Twitter people on kick. So then when like we were jokingly making the like hashtag boners, like those are the rooms. And then like kids would come in. I'm like, where the fuck are these people coming from? I had no idea that kick was like a public Mm. app that all of the world use not just twitter i I just fucking blows me away Mm. how people are so blind to a the catfishing that occurs oh my god but but b that they actually think that there are some sort of vast bastion of women out there that are like, <laughs> you know what? I like. Let's take you for example, all right? Like, I'll I'll, I'll use you in a scenario. Mm-hmm. I think you like, you know, you're you're sitting at home. You know, you know what? I can't actually. No, I'm I'm am I'm a, I'm a very good looking young lady. <laughs> I am. Um, there is absolutely no chance of me ever getting any any <laughs> chance of sex whatsoever, because you know I'm just at home. You know what can I do? I can't, I can't go outside. There's no All, dicks here. The, the only thing I have is a phone. That's it. So what am I meant to do? The only thing, the only possible scenario I have is I might as well create a kick account and just mm-hmm. find men that yeah. will have internet sex with me. Because yes. that's it. That's yeah. all I have in my own. And, yeah. and Thank God for kick. <laughs> and fuck, man. Like, but guys you, genuinely you, think that. And they oh, also yeah. think, I'm going to message this girl with a pretty face. First off, you're fucking lucky because that is me. P.S. I am a girl with a pretty face. Hmm. But most of these people are not. They do not look like whatever the fuck their picture is. But second... You think you're going to just send this person a picture of your dick and they're going to be like, oh, my God, I want to fuck you so bad that it doesn't happen. It doesn't like if it does, that person is bored out of their mind and or a dude. Maybe it's a dude that's saying, yeah, they want to fuck you like that's not girls don't do that. The attractive women that you want to fuck are not sitting on their phone waiting for you to send them a picture of your dick. Sorry, yeah. that's not happening. I put a mushroom on a guy's cock today. <laughs> and really, I mean... And, and to me, and that's what's really weird. It's like, 
I'm a normal person. You know, I'm not like... I'm not some freak. But... But I can actually legitimately say to another person over, over the internet, on Skype, in another country, and just go, you know what, I'll put a mushroom in a guy's cock today. How do you feel about that? And you're like, well, that's great. Yeah. Seems <laughs> yeah. like the most reasonable yeah, well. thing you've said thus far. And you're like, well, that's what I would have done. <laughs> I hope that's a woman. <laughs> Sometimes I think they don't care. I really do. Like, I think they don't care. Mm. Yeah, I'll I, I get guys jerking off to me. No, well, duh, you're a glorious creature. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck. Yeah. I guess kick, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Kick does now offer... Offer... Uh, allow video like live like you can take a live photo or a live video Mm. and i do see in um sometimes when i pop into like the public rooms to like whatever make fun of people or whatever they uh, will request a live picture because you can tell whether it's a gallery like one that's saved in your phone or a live one yeah so i do see people getting a little more smart and and demanding that kind of shit um but uh, what creeps me out, and I think you agree, is that a uh, majority of the time these people are young, like really young. Like it's mm. not these, like what you would think of, which is like an old gross man who can't get it up or can't satisfy a woman in real life, whatever. It, no, it, sometimes it's like 16 through like 19 year old boys that are yeah. like posting pictures of dicks and like anybody want to talk like no go, what you should be in school or something what is happening i don't um 10 of the strangest things that you never knew about condoms um yeah because safe sex is super, and we need to talk about condoms. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so number ten is vegan condoms. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. So. So how does a vegan condom work? Like, so with 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 a vegan condom, is that like if it can't have any animal products. Yeah, so it says, like, you would think that latex condoms would be fine because vegans, they don't, they can't have any animal byproduct even, so it yep. can't be milk or eggs. It's not mm-hmm. only the meat. But apparently um, latex condoms are usually produced uh, using a casein, which is a milk protein. Yes. So strict, um, strict vegans won't use those condoms, but a German company called Condomai, Condomi, uh, Condomai, (laughs) it's got an, it's condom with an I at the end. Yeah. Uh, they manufacture condoms that use cocoa powder instead of casein. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's. 
crazy because, oh my gosh, okay, so this is also saying that's awesome for condoms. However, casein is also in paint, glue, and medication. So really, vegans, you're ridiculous because you're not going to be able to completely be vegan. Isn't that the same, like, is that what's forms like gelatin and that sort of stuff because um, yeah yeah capsules so. for medication mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um have a gelatin capsules yeah yeah there which is which is um horse hooves right hooves yeah which is glue essentially yeah. like that's what, mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. and and gelatin Mm-hmm. The, and apparently um, condoms. So really, basically what I just took away from this is if you're in a bind and you want to fuck, but you don't know the dude, you need a condom, hmm. don't have a condom, use a horse hoof. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just like, have you got a horse? Cool. <laughs> cool. Let's I'm, fuck. I'm just... <laughs> but I don't want to fuck the horse. Just want to no. make sure that's known. Just, just this... <laughs> Let's let's be clear. <laughs> like I know I'm standing here with like this this throbbing boner, but like it's not about the boner isn't about your horse. No, <laughs> it's, it's about not. what its feet can do for me. <laughs> oh shit! All right. Uh, so number nine. Hmm. This is this is something that I just talked about. Um, most condoms are too large for Indian men. Really? Yes. So, uh, <laughs> so unfortunately for the men of India, they fall on the lower end of the erect penis spectrum. There is um, this ridiculous website, and it's just a map of penises around the world, and it's... <laughs> Gives you an average it's a penis map. It really is, and it gives you an average length of erect penis for each country in the world. Uh, yeah. And India is on the smallest end of it. So apparently, sixty uh, percent of surveyed Indian men have penises several centimeters shorter than the standard used for making condoms. So, I mean, as with you know, even with clothing. They they make a, a a set size because of a standard of how humans wow. are sized. Well, that unfortunately doesn't work for Indians. Um, but it says that the the sad part of this is it's causing obviously the condoms to not work because they're they're too big, so they'll like tear or fall off. Yeah, and so there's a leaks out. Yeah, yeah. So there's a large prevalence of AIDS in India because of this. Um, So there's a whole new thing happening where they're trying to bring about uh, education on on sexually transmitted diseases through the country. And it says it's due to the fact that only 43% use condoms because... Either they're they're using condoms that don't fit, or they're they buy <laughs> they they don't want to be mocked. Like they they do make small condoms, but they don't want to buy a small condom because they're 
they don't want to be made fun of, so they'll buy the wrong size, and then it just doesn't even work. Imagine that the like you you don't want to be made fun of, so you're standing there with like <laughs> you've you've got your erection, you know, it's it's ready to go, and you put a condom on, and it's basically like. Just putting a garbage bag over, <laughs> over your donker. So it's like it's just hanging there, and you're like, yeah. Well, what do you think of this? It's like, and it looks like you know those, you know, at an airport where they have like a wind sock. Oh, poor guy. just flapping in the breeze, and like, well, this is all I have to offer. That's um, that's really sad. And, it is really sad. Um, I feel sorry for India. It, I do too. But you know, they'll um, <laughs> they'll prevail. <laughs> they will prevail. <laughs> they just need to just keep plugging away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get your um. Uh, get the, get the metric system sorted. Yeah. Right. Talk That's to your local latex provider and. Get, get the measurements done. Yeah, why the fuck isn't like Durex or whatever a, a, a common condom company recognizing this and just making them smaller for that country and not marking or labeling them as small condoms? Like, just... yeah, I think that I think, and and that's the key. Is <laughs> like because as a man, you know, it's it's very emasculating to feel like you have a small penis because at the end of the day, like you. You you need to have a a, a, a giant dick. <laughs> I, because... I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you must have a giant dick. Do not pass go unless um, unless uh, um, unless <laughs> you're standing there with like a um with like one of those like hype things that they have at rides at amusement parks. Oh, like, yes, yes. How big it's is the true. dick? Well, sorry, you can't ride this ride. Nope, can't get on this ride. No. Yeah, uh... Yeah, so I'm not going to India. So what? I never no. really wanted to go there anyway. No, that's, that's, not, that's not a place for you. Number eight, uh... Condom ambulances? <laughs> oh! This is actually very cool. So it's, um... Sort of like a, a 911, but you need a condom. So this kid on a college <laughs> a college campus, uh, he set up this business, and he would run out to dorm rooms within minutes of a call. He had a helmet uh, with a light on his head, <laughs> and he would charge $3 for a condom or $15 for 10 um, <laughs> But you would call him, and he would uh, arrive within minutes they say faster than a pizza uh, <laughs> and would show up to your dorm room with condoms. That's amazing. That is amazing. What a Kudos to this kid. His name is Kyle McCabe and he went to the college of New Jersey. But wait, That's a, amazing. He had an actual, like a mining helmet on. Yes. Yes. And would run through college campus with a mining helmet, delivering condoms for money. That's amazing. That's, that is amazing. Like, to, because, like, like, what would um, make you think? Okay, um, my business model hasn't worked very well 
up to this point. <laughs> I actually need a mining helmet now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, Do you know what I mean? Start like, out that way. Like he set up the business. People would call and he'd be like tripping over shit in like the, yeah. the dorm like, quad or whatever. Walk, walking through people's rooms like I'm yeah, tripping yeah. over it. Like what? <laughs> I can't find you. Where are you? Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Uh, it said that he that his business wasn't unique. However, in 2004, a rash of chlamydia spread through Sweden. So it, it prompted Swedish uh, youth-inspired health workers to use three emergency service vehicles to rush condoms around. So they mm. uh, had a similar situation where you could call this, like, 911 number. But it was actual health employees that used ambulances to no deliver shit. condoms. That is fucking amazing. Like, can God you bless imagine, Sweden. like, you're about to get busy and, like, you're. You, you're a youngin'. You know, you, 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 you're not, like, someone that's just, like, fucking on the regular. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like,. So you're like, oh shit, I'm about to get some mad pussy. Let's get busy. <laughs> and then I and, and then you think, oh fuck, I don't have any protection. Like she's like, alright, let's get fucking down. <laughs> and so and, then, and and the first thing you do is like, I don't have a condom, I'm gonna ring one nine hundred fucking ambulo condom and like you bring it and next thing you know there's like an ambulance comes down the fucking road sirens blaring like woo 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 (laughs) (laughs) and some guy like comes up the stairs with like a gurney filled with condoms like how many did you need a gurney that's amazing Oh, I am so into this. This is great. Yeah. Um, Okay, all right. The next one is the edible condom. We Mm. all know that there are, like, flavored condoms, uh, but none are considered edible. Yeah. However, this uh, restaurateur in Hong Kong, his name is Elvin Luing, um, came up with this dish named Sex on the Beach, and it's supposed to be something that you might find on the Jersey Shore at low tide. <laughs> so, yep. So it's a pink condom made of edible seaweed. Uh, and it's lying on a bed of sand with, like, shiitake mushrooms. And then to really spoil the appetite, it says, the tip of the condom contains a white gooey substance made from honey. Oh, and ham. It's also made from ham. <laughs> <laughs> so, it is this dish oh, that you hell. order that fucking looks like a used condom. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. Uh, but what are you asking for when you go to the... <sighs> so, can you... <laughs> I'm like, I'm, you can't sorry, I'm just like, word this. I'm processing for a second yeah. so I mean well here hang on while you're processing let me just tell you that it does have a nice kind of bow on it is that um, oh good yeah 
HIV AIDS apparently is a big epidemic in Hong Kong because they shy away from the discussion of safe sex. Mm. So the hope is that this dish will draw attention, raise conversation, and all of the proceeds from the sales of this go to benefit the AIDS concern in Hong Kong. I like that. I'm not going to say that I've ever mixed the two together, but it's not what? to say it's not to say I won't ever try. <laughs> they that's not that's a very popular thing here, honey glazed hands. Well, yeah. I mean, you know the. But I've the, never oh blended it into a liquid. <laughs> yeah, you know, like and 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 put it into, into the reservoir tip of a condom. And just no, go God, and and wave that in front of people and just go, "This is AIDS." <laughs> Eat <We> up. <laughs> this may look like honey and ham, but really, this is AIDS. Oh, Enjoy. Geez. Okay. Um, number six is. Condoms and Catholics. Dun 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 dun. Uh, Catholics, uh, you know, they ban all forms of birth control. Uh-huh. You can't use pill, abortion, and even condoms. They believe that, um, oh my gosh, it says beliefs about sex and condoms are so strong that when a man's semen is being tested for fertility treatments, the only acceptable way to collect it is with a condom with holes poked in it while having sex with his wife. So he's Jesus. not allowed he's not allowed to masturbate into a cup at a fertility clinic. He has to fuck his wife wearing a condom with holes in it. What? And then I guess they collect it from her vagina? Oh my god. Netflix. Well, what is wrong with you? Or she's pro- like that's um that's interesting and like I um we've 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 talked previously that I um recently had a, a vasectomy. I applaud <laughs> this. Yay! I'm so so happy for you. Good for you. And um so anyway, um as as part of like the post op you know uh procedure is that mm-hmm. um, in about three months' time, I've got to go um, provide a sperm sample to mm-hmm. um, to pathology that'll determine whether or not I'm infertile. Right. And it's funny that they actually give you instructions beforehand. And they're like, they don't they don't differentiate between religions, but they basically say like. You can do this, meaning you can jerk off into a cup and throw it at us and we'll just determine whether or not you're infertile or not. And that's like, for me, that's like, here's a cup of cum, go for it. Beautiful. But there's also like, you can tell that they're not saying if you're Christian or if you're a Catholic or if you're whatever, like, do this. That's basically saying like... um, all, you know, you can provide the sample via um, self-pleasure. Yeah. Um, and place the sample within a receptacle <laughs> and provide, <laughs> provide it to such and such. I'm like, oh, okay, so you basically want me to fucking wank into a cup and 
right. off. I'm like, okay, fair enough, I can do that. And then it's like, on if you um, if you do not wish to do such, you may try um, during sex, and it basically says like you you can do coitus interruptus. <laughs> <laughs> which, wow. which makes me laugh every time I read that and it's like are you serious like you're basically saying like well <laughs> excuse me but I will not masturbate into a cup but I will however <laughs> <laughs> during the, wow. month, the the monthly session with the missus <laughs> I may I, I, I may extract my penis from her vagina and Hose it down. <laughs> hose it down <laughs> into a um, into a receptacle, and then you can have that. <laughs> but that's that's insane. You you perverts. <laughs> I can't imagine being so against jerking it. That's crazy to me. Uh, but it also said so. Ireland, um, which we know is. A, ridiculously Catholic country, Mm. they actually banned the import and sale of all contraceptives until 1979. Then they they were available, but only by prescription. And it wasn't until 1985, 1985, that you could get condoms in the store. No shit. Yeah. And it says, um, but luckily the, the most recent Pope, uh, he's being very progressive mm. in saying that condoms can be considered moral, but only when preventing the spread of disease in yeah. Africa. Yeah. Religion is weird, man. Okay, Bill Gates. So number five is Bill Gates. Um, so we all know he's, you know, a philanthropist. He's uh-huh. always giving billions to stop disease and education and uh, stop education. That's amazing. <laughs> I meant that. Flip that around. Anyway, <laughs> I will give you a million dollars to teach everyone to not be able to read. Okay. No more education. <laughs> so in 2013, he offered $100,000 to uh, in startup grants to create new and improved condoms. He wanted um, there to be ultra-thin condoms that deliver maximum amount of sexual pleasure while still being safe um because he had this theory that Uh, which is true men will argue no i'm not gonna wear it i can't fucking feel it so so far since 2013 two grants have been issued one went to the university of manchester which they are making a condom from an ultra light form of carbon called graphene mm. and the other went to university of oregon oregon um for a condom made of polyurethane that makes a seal around the penis and is less than half the thickness of uh, current condoms. So that's kind of fucking cool. Uh, also, I would be more down with the polyurethane condom than the graphene carbon condom, in my yeah, opinion. It sounds a bit hard because it's like, um, it's going to come to the point where, like, you'll just spray on a condom. <laughs> it's like, you'll have, like, almost like a, a can of hairspray or something like that. It's like, yeah. well, I'm hard now. I better, <laughs> better spray what? on my birth control. And it's like, oh, does that they... get you hot? 
I feel like for girls, there are like they've gone through, especially through the years, so many different kinds of birth controls. Uh, but the shitty thing is, is when it comes down to like one night stands and um, strange sex. I was about to say sex with strangers, but that sounds weird. But it happens. You have to wear a condom because birth control doesn't prevent any sort of uh, sexually transmitted diseases. So you mm. have to wear condoms in unknown relationships. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, absolutely. Uh, I'm super into the idea of a spray-on condom. I think that would be cool. I don't know how dudes feel um... about it. But... Okay. Uh, ball surgery. Uh, <laughs> number four is legality. Um, so, like we just talked about, Ireland uh, is, they had legal restrictions on condoms, but actually the United States has had some weird history with laws. Um, in the 18th century, animal intestines were used, so um, that, I guess, was a tremendous, the, the, the fact that then the condom industry exploded, it in 1873 caused the Comstock law, which made it illegal to mail um, sexually related articles, including condoms. So even though condoms were being made early back in the day, they weren't able to ship them. They couldn't get them out to people. Mm. Um, And it was also a problem during world war one. Apparently, the United States were one of the only countries that did not supply their troops with condoms, which I know from nursing, we syphilis was a huge fucking problem during uh-huh. that time. Like that, that was a yeah. big part of our schooling. So, um, yeah, because for some reason the United States were assholes. We didn't want to supply condoms to the troops. We had thousands and thousands of cases of venereal diseases, such as gonorrhea and syphilis. Yeah. And eat, even today, Americans, you can buy a condom anywhere. You can get them for free at, at any health clinic. Uh, it still can be used against people in um, court cases if they have a condom on them. Uh, like it, they'll they'll say they'll suspect that people are sex workers because they have condoms in their purse. So this is making prostitutes really? not. Yeah. So this is making prostitutes not carry condoms in fear of police harassment. Therefore, the um, sexually transmitted diseases are on the rise with sex workers. Uh, It says that California is the only, or I'm sorry, one of the first states to actually prohibit that being able to be used against a person in court. California was like, no, you cannot say this person is for sure a sex worker because they have condoms in their purse. That's illegal. We aren't allowing that. Fucking so, hell. Yeah, that's that crazy. That is crazy. Everybody, all teenagers everywhere, let's make them have condoms, but then cops can arrest you saying, well, if you have condoms, you must be a hooker. <laughs> that's fucked up. That is insane. Yep. Oh. oh my god! Guess what number three is? What? Oh my god! Spray on condoms! Ah! <laughs> oh that's crazy Uh, so it says though the condom is designed to be something of a one size fits all garment 
there are people who have difficulty finding ones that actually fit them. Hmm. So a German sex educator developed this idea of the spray-on condom. Uh, The prototype was a tube in which the penis is inserted and then coated with a protective layer of latex. So it's like you stick your dick in something and it just coats your your dick. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Um, but it says there are several hiccups. The biggest drawback is the time that it takes for the latex to dry. <laughs> so you'd be like, oh yeah, I want to fuck. And then you have to spray this shit on and wait for it to dry and then you probably lose your boner. Um, but... You'd imagine, like, holding it, like, under a, um, you know, like a kiln or something like that, like... <laughs> you have to, like, heat it up, fucking... Oh, my God, that's amazing. Have her, yeah. like, blow on it. It's like, uh, just, just wait a second, baby. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> or you could be like me and just sit in front of a fan. <laughs> just just wave back and forth, just, like, yeah, gently, yeah. gently blowing on it, just like... <laughs> I've got all the time in the world. Oh, that sucks. So we need someone to get on that to figure out a way where it, like, instantly dries. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, number two. Uh, the Olympics? So it says, um... Yeah. Ha! Olympians are known for fucking... Yes. I remember just 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 to um, cut you off for a second. This um, with the Sydney Olympics, there was a um, a huge debate over over how many condoms would actually be supplied to the um, to the athletes' residents. You're literally reading this article word for word. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Nah, it was yeah, a, it's um, saying in, two, it was in the year 2000, yeah, at your Olympics, there were 6,582 male athletes that participated. Mm. They gave out 70,000 condoms. It works out to about 10 per person. Yeah. But they ran out and had to put in an emergency order for 20,000 more condoms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, That's and that amazing. got leaked. And it was like national news. And it was fucking hilarious. Well, it says ba- because of what happened in 2000, uh, in 2014, they distributed 100,000 condoms, so they upped it, which made it about 35 per athlete. Yeah. Um, but they, again, ran out. But luckily, free condoms were given out uh, 150,000 additional. That's insane! These people are fucking like crazy. Can you imagine like some some athlete like running down the street just going, <laughs> <laughs> I need a condom now. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, shit. I would feel like, I mean, I would feel like when you, you would want to save up the energy for the Olympics. I don't know. I feel like you shouldn't exert yourself. Yeah. Fucking your dorm mate. Well, that was Although the I, thing. And it, like, it's a good was, release of tension. I don't know. That was one of the. That was like one of the one of the big things that actually came out of it. Was like it was actually serious. It was where there were like Olympic, uh, you know, Australian like Olympic commentators just going, well, "What are they doing? Fucking 
like they need to be swimming <laughs> like right right you know like we're you know we're a we're a great you know competitor in in swimming you know stop fucking and actually get out there and get in the pool <laughs> oh my god um man i bet i bet athletes have their well-oiled machines i wonder how that uh works in the bedroom well like. yeah i mean but if you were like one of those really shitty athletes like <laughs> like a power walker <laughs> someone like that just like <laughs> a power walker oh um okay number one this is the last one uh it's the cold war mm. so as we know the cold war was uh just a weird thing that happened in our history it's very bizarre and uh while it was happening intelligence agencies like the cia and kgb were trying to undermine each other it was this weird thing that was happening so um while a lot of the schemes that they were concocting were murderous and sinister. Others were just completely ridiculous. Um, one thing they talk about was Operation Acoustic Kitty, which they had this idea to use a cat with a <laughs> microphone as a spy. Um, <laughs> so they were just doing ridiculous shit. But uh, there's a story that they think is possibly a joke. They're not sure. But um, the CIA wanted to drop this huge uh, um, amount of condoms that were all labeled made in the USA size medium, but they were going to be really, really large condoms. Right. So it was to make the USSR think that Americans had big dicks. Oh, okay. Like just this form of like, you know... Uh, it was a dick, dick measuring contest. Dick, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like penis envy. Um, and they were saying, they're not sure whether it was true or not, but there were this, uh, the OPC crew was a part of the CIA that were known for doing practical jokes. Uh, on the Soviet Union, they would always drop ridiculous shit over the Soviet Union via balloon mm. to, at one point, the CIA director threatened to close their division. He was, he was like, you're, this is ridiculous. You're completely insane. Everything you're doing is making us look insane. Uh, so I'm going to close the entire division. And that was when supposedly the last drop that they had done was the, the condoms, but no one says for sure whether it was done. That's so amazing. Yeah. I love a, um, I love a good dick measuring contest. Oh and that, yeah, and me that, too. And that happens like <laughs> I, I know it happens with 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 women as well. Like in a, um, I guess you have a tit measuring com- tit contest. I don't know whatever it is. Competition. <laughs> and not really. I don't think so. It's way not. I don't think so. Well, because yeah, I mean, dudes, that that's much more. And rightfully so. It's much more uh, a form of masculinity for them and a, a ego boost. But there's so many men who like small tits, big tits, medium tits. Some dudes are like, I don't care if she has any tits. I don't think. I don't think breasts are. 
we don't have as much tit measuring contests as, as men do. This is Dulcetry, and you're listening to Pump Up the Ham. So that was, um, that was awesome. Yeah. Condoms. Education. <laughs> Don't leave home without it. Or do, apparently, if you're in most of the states. Well. Because you'll get arrested for being a prostitute. Yeah, well, unless you want to be a filthy hooker. <laughs> unless you want to be some sort of purveyor of sex. Mm. Stop taking condoms with you. Leave it up yes. to the man. Leave it up to the guy. Ugh. Good lord. <laughs> don't leave anything. Ladies, don't leave anything up to the guy. Ugh. <laughs> God, we're fucking awful. You really are. We are the All worst All you think about people. is sex, but you never have condoms on you. No. I like have condoms even, in like... my purse right now. Like, even, even, even when you're married, <laughs> you're still like... Uh... She's like, have you, have you got a cut of... I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure there's one around here somewhere. Like, do you really want to look for it? <laughs> like, you make it no. her fault. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you it's hit true. them. And that's the thing, is when I... I um, when it's out of... When we're no longer discussing sexually transmitted diseases and it's just birth control, it's fucking annoying that it's up to us. I really... That's why I applaud you, and I, you are a wonderful person for getting a vasectomy, and uh, congratulations on my dream man already has a vasectomy, so <laughs> for the four people who are listening, if you know a dude that has a vasectomy that is not married, send him my kick any, name. Um, any, <laughs> any, any, any guys with a vasectomy that happened to be like in the detroit area yeah who, um maybe there for the car festival or whatever it is that oh, the fuck God. is going on what the is fucking... going on there at the moment oh it's hell it's hell it's called the woodward dream cruise mm. uh so detroit of course is the auto industry um no longer ps but it is where cars originally came from and we're still really holding on to that dream uh, so every year they have this thing called the Dream Cruise, and it's where car enthusiasts from around the fucking world. I just found out one of my coworkers is actually hosting a family from South Africa. What? Who would ever? What? I would never think someone from South Africa would be like, "I'm going to Detroit for the car show," but it's not even uh, like in a building. It's um. Woodward Avenue, which runs from, I don't even fucking know, it north and south, it goes right into Detroit, but they are just cruising old classic cars up and down the road, and uh, also parked all along the side of the road, like, with the hoods open for you to look at them, but it has to be a classic car, like, um, that's the rule, so millions it's 1.5 million people are in my fucking town right now Jeez. uh just on the side of the road watching people drive up and down the main drag 
and you know because of that then there's you know booths and uh like restaurant booths and whatever craft show like all kinds of shit is going on but um you can't like i'm i'm sequestered in my house for the weekend because i want nothing to do with that i'm not interested in that but there's nowhere to park all of the businesses are like either closed or so packed you can't even get in uh the grocery stores are all the parking lots are full because there's there's nowhere for these people to park um yeah, it's just insanity right now wow. in Detroit. Mm-hmm. I, went, I went grocery shopping yesterday on my way home from work, far away from the scene, and, and, and in my house for the weekend, and I'm not going anywhere. But I can't, like, my street, like, where, the street, I live off maybe three blocks from the, the main drag where this shit is happening. Mm. There's no, like, people are just parked all on my street, and... I know that some neighbors had talked about that they rent out their house or they'll rent out, like, parking spots. Mm. I was not about to fuck with any of that. I don't want strangers in my house. I don't want... I don't... Yeah. No, thank you. Imagine that. It's like renting out all sorts of parts of your property to people. No, I don't want to do that. I have a hard enough time living with people that I love and know, let alone... (laughs) On strangers. <laughs> and there'd be some, no. you know, like you you get up in the morning. And there's some guy like <laughs> peeing in your sink. Like, yeah, and you know he's got a mullet and like a t-shirt where he cut the sleeves off of it. Oh yeah, he's like wearing yeah. like a, you know, and 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 a 2002 Nickelback tour t-shirt. <laughs> yes, with the sleeves yes. torn off, just like. Yes. Yeah. Hey, baby. (laughs) There is this whole, and I think a lot of them are interested in this, in this carb thing, but there's this whole weird culture of people in this, it's actually called down river. Um, So there's the Detroit river and um, down river is this area south of Detroit. Well, sort of like South West of Detroit, but it's weird where like they never got out of the eighties. I don't know how this part of the world still thinks it's like 1986, (laughs) but they, they do. And they have mullets and ratted hair and like their idea of a real good time is going to see Aerosmith or (laughs) like they have kid rock tattoos. Like it's, it's very fucking weird, man. That is a very weird thing about, coming from California back to Michigan, it, it was like time traveling. Uh, mm. You know, it was very, uh, going from a very progressive forward place to not that at all. <laughs>